Yeah, we're coming to you live here with a special edition of the CPMC podcast. Uh, here to do some power rankings for the CPMC League. We're happy to have it going here. Uh, Chris, how many White Claws in are you right now? Uh, so I started probably, I don't know, 130 with, with the kids outside in the pool. Um, I had three out there, took a little break, uh, had a glass of red wine with dinner, uh, had a had a gin and tonic after dinner. The, the kids were asleep at 6.15. Uh, I had, so I had a gin and tonic at like 6.30. Um, that took me a little while because I was folding clothes and, um, and now I'm on, I'm on back on the white cloth. So I don't know, it's like eight drinks in. It's a, it's a, it's a wow. Sunday fun day. Isn't there uh, a <laughs> saying about mixing your drinks or something? I think you're probably due for quite the hangover tomorrow no, or no, puking no. or something. I've never felt better. I mixed in a lot of food. And, and I'm, I've never felt better. I, I, this is like eight drinks spread over like eight hours. It's, I'm, I'm fine. So you're fine. Uh, we'll see how you are tomorrow. We'll check in. Um, anyway, man, we got some power rankings here for you. So uh, we independently power ranked our teams, power ranked the teams in this league, one through 14. Um, and Chris, I'm going to hear from you first. We, we haven't told each other what we did. Um, so, Chris, I'm going to hear from you. Uh, sure. You'll give, give us a little rationale. I'll, I'll piggyback where I can um, and uh, tell you where I had the teams ranked. And then we're going to do a final list here uh, that kind of combines our two lists here. Chris. So, so full disclosure, uh, I'm going to be extremely biased tonight. Uh, it's it. I mean, this is we're in this league. I'm biased, you know, like I'm I am. Uh, bias through and through there, there is almost no objectivity here. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have us first, obviously. I mean, I, I don't know how we could not be first. <laughs> what, what makes us so special is it, or is it just the, uh, objectivity here Shoot. Uh, of the whole thing? I mean, how long do we have? How long of a podcast do we have tonight? Two you hours? Have, you I have mean, 30, 30 seconds to speak on our, <laughs> uh, brilliance. I mean, it's almost all been said in the first time. I mean, we are loaded. We, we are we are top to bottom, the deepest team in the league. We have no holes in the starting lineup. We go three deep on the bench, plus AJ Green. Um, you know, plus we've got all this ammo to work with 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 Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson. I mean, those are going to be prime trade pieces as guys fall out of the race. So, you know, we're going to be loaded up all year. Um, we're going to be able to pivot if we need to, either way, buy or sell. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're in great shape. I, and, and on top of that, you know, we've got a great projection. So, man, it's hard not to like what we did. Yeah, it definitely is attractive. I also have us number one, Chris, uh, for the very same reasons. Uh, so there we are. We're the number one combined composite overall rank here. CPMC at number one. Uh, at number two, Chris, I've got I'm the champion here who has the highest projection uh, for week one and probably for, you know, a few of the weeks sprinkled in when uh, bye weeks aren't a factor. But when the bye weeks are a factor, you'll notice that his projections aren't so pretty. They're not terrible. It's still a very good team top to bottom. Um, you know, I, I'll put this team right up there w with us. I think they're going to be right there competing. I think some of his projections are a little overblown. Um, but listen, I, I think he's going to be right there in the end. I, I think the depth may hurt him as we come through the, the, the bye weeks. But, um, you know, if he gets Golden Tate and Jarek McKinnon back um, to, you know, their capabilities, I think he should be pretty good. Where do you got on the champ, Chris? 
Matt, I've got him second too, but this team is, um, and, and if you're listening with your kids, now's the time to turn it off because we're going to be swearing the rest of the night to, to make <laughs> Steven DeLue happy. Um, this team is old as shit, okay? I mean, this team is so old. Like, this team, Edelman, Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, um, I, I mean, Big Matt ben. Bryant. Big Ben, uh, you know, uh, Shady McCoy, Adrian Peterson. This team is old as dirt, and it could, I mean, the wheels could fall off so, so quick with these old guys. I mean, Delaney Walker here on the back end, he may have to start some games. Like, it's old, and when you have an old team, it can fall off a cliff very, very quickly. That's my concern here with this team. But, listen, I mean, his starting lineup is very, very good. Uh, at least projection wise, you know, if, if these guys play up to their, their, uh, you know, their career kind of standards, you know, he's going to be tough to beat. All right, Chris, hit us with number three, number three. I've got drunk Ursay. uh, Matt, where do you, where do you, who do you got three? I've got drunk Ursay as well. I hope this, right. this, this show takes a, a turn here for the better here as we, um, get going. Chris, I'm looking through here. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah. Drunk Ursa here. Very, very good team. Again, same problem as, as I'm champ. Not very, very deep, but listen, starting Devonta Adams, Steph Diggs, Drew Brees, uh, Cam Newton. I mean, Travis Kelsey in this type of format is really, really good. Uh, again, you look at the bench though. He's probably looking at bringing CJ Anderson first off the bench here. And yeah, that the, that's not great, man. It's pretty bad no. after the starting starting group here. But uh, listen, he's got some decent tight ends here. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, the bench is a disaster. I mean, you know, he's got to figure out a way to kind of fix that, get a little depth here on this team. Um, I mean, you don't even love starting Jimmy Graham and Anthony Miller, um, you know, uh, week in, week out. I think Miller could be fine. But yeah, I mean, you know, he's got some holes here to fill, but Overall, I just thought he did a really, really nice job drafting. Um, I don't think he made a ton of moves, but you know, I thought he just did a, a very nice job of kind of taking the value that came to him. And, and he's got a really nice team because of it. All right, Chris, I think top three was pretty easy. Uh, and that's why we're all the same here. At number four, I've got J-Cap here. Who do you got at number four? Yeah, number four, I've got Tom O'Brien at four. So, um, you know, I, I had J-Cap at six. Um, but I think four through six is is pretty tight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, let me speak on J-Cap a little bit here. I mean, it's it's more of the same. Very, very strong starting core here. Uh, you worry a little bit about the depth. Um, but again, he's got some pretty good top-end talent here on this team with Barkley, with Chubb, Antonio Brown, if those if he gets his right helmet. Uh, he gets a little boost from Josh Gordon here, Derrick Henry. Uh, this team could be very, very good. That little boost from Josh Gordon was very, very nice here. Uh, you know, he's caught Rashard Higgins, which could prove to be a massive hole. Massive hole, I repeat, <laughs> in the starting lineup there. Um, you know, but other than Rashard Higgins, I think the... Um, you know, I think the the lineup's really, really good. But again, depth is an issue. Looking at bringing Funches, Jameson Crowder off the bench here. Um, and we'll see how that goes. He doesn't really have a third QB as he has Eli Manning as his third. Um, that may be an issue. So, um, you know, I, I like J-Cap's team for the most part, but just a couple of uh, adjustments that he needs to make. Yeah, he's solid. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, he, he just needs a couple things and that's it. Um, I'll talk about Tom a little bit here. I think Tom... Um, you know, really just kind of 
did the right thing in the draft. I mean, I, and he made out in a couple deals, I think, to, um, you know, pick up some guys as, as you know, uh, he took advantage of a couple other people, um, you know, to kind of get a Dalvin Cook on this team. And, and um, I, I forget what the, the exactly the deal was. But um, I, this is a team here, Tom, that really embraced the tight end premium. Matt, listen to the tight ends he's starting. Zach Ertz, Eric Ebron, Mark Andrews, and Jordan Reed, all four are going to get a, a starting shot in his lineup. Um, you know, And then he's got three really solid QBs in Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, and Mitchell Trubisky. Plus he's got Daniel Jones, too. I mean, running back legitimately running back two could could legitimately be like a zero uh with Matt Breida who seemingly gets injured every single week and he really doesn't have much behind him but everywhere else he's extremely solid I mean he, Tom is going to be a, a tough guy to beat week in and week out and and that's why I've got him fourth yeah I've got him fifth so you know it's kind of a good segue can chat about him here um you know we're playing him week one and that's what ha- you know his tight ends is what have me so scared here Chris is you know with that premium in there, anything could happen. It's going to keep him in most games. So I, I think he's in really, really good shape right there. Uh, so I've got Tom fifth. Chris, who do you have fifth? Yeah, I had many faced God fifth. Um, I, I really like this team. This is another guy I think didn't make a ton of moves uh, in the startup, but he's got a really nice young core, um, you know, really solid top to bottom. You know, his worst starter right now is uh, Tyrell Williams, who – if uh, if Antonio Brown retires, as has been threatened in the last like hour and a half on Twitter, <laughs> um, I mean that could pay off huge. You know, plus he's got Ronald Jones on the bench. Who, um, you know, if he wins a job, all of a sudden you just plug him in there instead of Tyrell Williams. But you know, top to bottom, his team just looks good. There, there, there's not a lot of holes here. He's got two very solid quarterbacks in Dak and Derek Carr. Um, you know, Mike Evans obviously a stud. Um, his running backs look good, but if Melvin Gordon comes back, he could be in for some trouble there. You know, he's got Eckler and Aaron Jones. Oh, excuse me. He's got Melvin Gordon on the bench. I missed that. Sorry. He had him on IR. Um, so yeah, I mean, he, he's in good shape either way here, you know, top to bottom. I, I think he's a, he's a very solid playoff contender. Yeah. Um, at number six here, Chris, I've got, um, I've got many face God here. Who do you have at six? At six, I had J cap. So we have the top. Our top six are all the same. Uh, our first three are the same. And then our four, five, six are kind of interchanged a little bit. So, um, you, you know, I think as I was doing this, I think there's a clear top six, too. I think this is where I kind of have a tear break. All right, Kristen, who's your number seven? Yeah, number seven, I've got Moist Loins three. Uh, that's uh, Crazy Carl and Hippo. Um, who, who you got at seven? I've got actually Andy here, Hercules here, which is a, you know, kind of a polarizing team here. Um, you know, I, I'm a real fan of the way he built this thing. I, I know some people probably are not, but I think it's kind of an attractive roster. You know, he's got Mahomes. You know, Gurley suddenly uh, stock is up. Carson stock is up. DJ Moore, your guy here. Um, you know, I, there's some obvious holes here. You know, you don't like starting Cole Beasley. You don't like starting Mohamed Sanu. Uh, I like Ingram here. So the back end is definitely uh, not great here. So, you know, he, this is a guy that I think needs to start fast, make some moves to try to bolster things up. Um, you know, could, you know, if Jordan Howard starts the season at running back, you can't imagine he's going to finish it. Uh, you know, we'll see what Kalen Blage does. James White should probably see an uptick at the beginning. We'll see how that goes. So, you know, I, I Andy, you know, Hercules here needs to to get out of the gate fast. 
Uh, and he's got two first to work with next year as well, which could uh, be in his favor. Yeah, it's definitely um, he's definitely got some some things to work with, and that's going to be huge for him. Um, I mean, he needs his quarterbacks to give him a weekly advantage, uh, you know, every single week, because that's that's where he's stacked here with Mahomes and Josh Allen. I don't like Jordan Howard. I don't like Kalen Balazs or Cole Beasley or Mohamed Sanu. I mean, those are those are four guys in your lineup projected under nine points a week. Um, I, I have a I think that's going to be a big problem for him unless his quarterbacks, you know, consistently live up to their project projection, which certainly could happen. Um, you know, I, I'm just looking at it now. I had Andy 11th. So I, I know we're a little different there. You've got him seventh. I've got him 11th. I think, you know, the back end here, we're going to see us all over the place here. So, you know, I, I think he's got some work to do, but uh, you're right with the pieces he has, he could definitely go up now. I've got Hippo and, and Crazy Carl seventh. Um, you, you know, I, I told you this the other day when we were texting. Um, as I look at their roster and I looked at their draft, this looks like a, a got. This looks like a team that drafted and got their guys, quote unquote, their guys at every single pick. Now, I don't think they got out of line in terms of value. Um, you know, I think it's just when you're picking at the turn, like they were, they were picking at the 14, um, you know, at the 14 hole. So when you do that, you kind of have to just kind of get your guys. Cause you know, you, if you wait on them, you're not going to be able to get them. Like, I don't think George Kittle was a bad pick where they got him. I think they got him at two Oh one or one fourteen, and, and I don't think it's a bad pick at all, but it's clearly a their guys pick, you know. I mean, normally you would probably go with a, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, whoever was available there. It's probably more, um, you know, more appropriate. But you know, it just seemed like they got their guys and they got a team of their guys, which is fine. I mean, you know, you live and die with your own guys. So, but but I think their team is solid top to bottom. Um, you know, they again, like everybody else, they've got some holes. Albert Wilson, Jason Witten, Royce Freeman. Um, I, I mean, there's going to be some holes, no doubt about it, but I think they can do some things. All right. So that's seven here at eight here. I've got asterisk. Who do you have at eight, Chris? Yeah. At eight, I've got big dookies at eight. All right. Speak on big dookies here. Cause I've got them quite a bit lower. Yeah. I've got asterisk quite a bit lower. So yeah, we're, we're <laughs> it's going to be interesting here. Um, I, so, all right. So big dookies, I see a roster here. Uh, that's, that's pretty young. Um, but overall, like, I don't, I don't see a whole lot of holes here and, and it's probably because I'm higher on his quarterbacks than you are Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson specifically. Um, he's also got the Miami quarterbacks here backing him up. So he, he is going to be able to navigate those bye weeks with the quarterbacks. Um, he has no depth at all outside of that. I mean, it's, it, there's nothing, his best, best depth piece in terms of position players is like uh, maybe Chris Conley like or, or Chad Beebe. It's not great. Um, so that's a, that's a big problem. Um, but top to bottom, I think he's pretty good. He's young. He, he's probably a year or two away, um, on, in all honesty. But, you know, when you've got Odell Beckham, on Johnson, um, and the quarterbacks there, I think you're, you're a threat each week. Yeah, asterisk here, what I like about him is he's got Kamara, he's got Mixon, he's got Hopkins. If you've got those three guys, man, I don't care what the rest of the roster looks like. You're going to have a chance to win here. His quarterbacks are obviously on the weaker side with Dalton and Foles here. But I think the rest of his position players are a little bit undervalued here in terms of what their projection is. 
you know, Pettis for eight and a half here, you know, Miles Sanders for 11 and a quarter, uh, Valdez Scantling for eight and a half, Curtis Samuel for 10. I think those all might be a, maybe a shade low here compared to what we've seen throughout the rest of the league here. The problem here with asterisk is for some reason he didn't know it's tight end premium. His only tight end here is Hayden Hurst. Uh, which is going to be a really, really big problem here. I don't know when he's going to have a chance to address uh, tight end in this league, which I think is going to prove to be, you know, a, a bad situation for him. So, uh, you know, that's why he ends up eighth. I think if he had a somewhat reliable tight end, I think uh, we'd see him a little bit higher. Yeah, man, I I, I had him 12th. Um, listen, he ignored tight end and he ignored quarterback, the two premium positions in this league. It's, it's not going to get, it's not going to catch you any favor on my end. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had him 12th and, and I'm fine with that. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that I could eighth seems like he could be in contention for a playoff spot. And I just don't see it unless, unless he addressed some, addresses some holes or, you know, Andy Dalton and Nick Foles and Nick Foles, he needs both, uh, you know, to kind of play over their heads a little bit. So I don't know. All right, Chris, we're on to nine right now. I have uh, your guy, Stephen DeLue, here at nine. Who do you have at nine? Uh, I have your guy, Stephen DeLue, at nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we have our guy, Stephen DeLue, at nine. Um, yeah, this uh, this motherfucker, um, you know, he's, <laughs> he's got, uh, I, you know, I think he's got an interesting team. I think he has some upside on his team quite a bit. Um, he just kind of needs some things to break to break right, right? I mean, he needs, like, th- this Zeke Elliott situation could be an absolute death knell for him. Uh, he needs Jack Doyle to be a thing in, in, in Indy, a- at least a little bit. Um, you know, he needs Rashad Penny to win the job. He needs Peyton Barber to win the job, or at least get, you know, sizable pieces of that timeshare. And, and I'm not sure about any of those. So those all kind of scare me. Yeah, let's not forget about the wide receiver core having Sammy Watkins, Diddy Westbrook here. Listen, this team has good upside, but I, I think the question marks may outweigh that a little bit, which is what's dragging him down. Listen, if those things hit and it's not outside the realm of possibility for those things to happen, uh, he could be right there in title contention. Zeke comes back, which we both think will happen. Uh, Rashad Penny seems to be on the short end of that timeshare at this point. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. You and I both like Penny. And Peyton Barber seems to have the the top hand in that. So we'll see how that shakes out. You know, he's got Lev Bell. He's got Adam Thielen. He's got some attractive pieces on this team. Uh, it's not very deep. That's that's kind of an understatement here. Um, and he does have those holes. So I think, you know, we both had him at nine. I think that fits perfectly. Uh, Chris, 10, who do you have here? Yeah, at number 10, I've got uh, I've got Chewy at 10. Who, who do you got at 10? All right, this is where I've got Hippo and Crazy Carl. I've got Chewy at 11, so let's speak on Chewy, so Chris. What do you got there? Yeah, we're pretty close there. Um, I, I think he's got a pretty solid team. Um, I, I think this is a team that definitely has some holes. Um, I, I mean, like everybody else, everybody has holes pretty much. <laughs> well, except for us, of course. Except so. for us, no holes. Except, except for us. That's right. Uh, you know, Cortland Sutton, he, he really kind of needs Cortland Sutton. I think he's the key guy on this team. If, if Cortland Sutton can take a step up and be a thousand yard receiver with, you know, 80 catches, 75, 80 catches, I think this team could really be in contention. But, uh, you know, that that kind of seems like a big ask out of the second year receiver. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see with Chewy. I think his quarterbacks are fine with Phil Rivers and, and Matthew Stafford. Um you know, he's got the uh, the preseason star Ryan Finley on the bench. 
So that could prove uh, that could prove worthwhile if, if Cincinnati <laughs> gets sick of Andy Dalton, um, you know. But you, you just don't love starting John Brown and, and Matt Lacoste and Quincy Anunua. Although Anunua, I think, is fine for this format. But you know, I I, I wish he had a better tight end um, and, and a better you know flex spot that last flex spot. But I mean, you can say that about a lot of teams. Yeah, I mean, he traded up, but it sure doesn't look like he traded up here. I mean, he did trade up, didn't he, in this league? He traded up, and then I believe he traded, he traded Andy Luck for Chris Godwin and Philip Rivers. I believe. Oh, and didn't he move Dalvin Cook? Yes. To yep. Somebody for like Sony Plus. Yeah, I believe so it was. He, he sent that to Tom, and so he's got some. You know, he's made a couple moves here to kind of get better. I think. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't look like I. I don't know. I may have gotten away from him a little bit here. Yeah, I think this is one he might want to have back here. Um, you know, I, I just struggle to see the real, real upside. I mean, he's got a guy like, uh, you know, Chris Godwin on the team when anything's possible when he's on your team at this point, it seems. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I just can't see a way that I rank this team much higher, uh, than where we have him, Chris. So, uh, let's move on to the next team, uh, at 11, I had Chewy and you had Hercules here. We both kind of spoke on yep. both those teams. Uh, same thing at 12 here. I had big dookies. Who did you have at 12? Uh, at 12, I had asterisk. So why are you so low on asterisk, Chris? Yeah, yeah. honestly, you know, I talked about it a little bit. It's the quarterback situation, Dalton Foles, and whoever his grotesque third quarterback is. <laughs> um, and, and it's a tight end situation. I mean, he's, he's basically getting a zero out of tight end. And, you know, I, we mentioned this in the first podcast. I think people are severely underrating the tight end premium aspect of this i mean you know 1.75 is extremely significant for a tight end so um i you know i think people underestimated a little bit you know asterisk included here all right so it's obvious here that we have a consensus 13 and 14 uh, I, i've <laughs> to got say flush, the least i've got flush you than jpc i assume yeah. you have the same all right so talk to me about flush you here yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Tim, he's our guy, you know, uh, you know, we've we've been playing in leagues with him forever. Uh, and literally I don't forever. Know. It's literally be forever. coming up on 20 something years now. Got to be close. Yeah. Um, you know, neither of us had a clue what he was doing this entire draft. Like the, no idea. Well, that's not true. I knew exactly what he was doing this entire draft drinking heavily. And I think <laughs> people took severe advantage of him. Oh, he sent me a tweet last night of, of him drinking a pineapple hard <laughs> cider. Have you ever heard of this? I've never even heard of it. No, that's not getting us boys from selling to any sort of street right here between our white claws, his, his, uh, Proofy cider here, uh, not doing us any favors, but you know, I wish I, I, the, the draft just got away from Tim here. I think, you know, he's got Darrell Henderson, Tony Pollard here, his running, <laughs> I can't even get through without chuckling at his running back <laughs> spots here. You know, all of a sudden if, if Zeke Elliott comes back again, which we both think will happen. Uh, did you see the picture today of him on his flight back to, uh, Dallas? Yeah. Oh Yeah. I am. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, you know, I, I've pinned it up in my uh, in, in my in my mental memory for for my private moments. Um, <laughs> so it, it, if and when Zeke does come back here, this team's in much more uh, uh, world of hurt here. Uh, it is young, which I'll give him that at least he did able 
you know, did manage to get himself a couple of extra or an extra first, uh, an extra second here at the hands of many face God. Um, you know, then the rest of the roster is really, really young. I think he's going to be much, much better next year. But uh, as it stands right now, um, it, it's trouble. I mean, he desperately needs Andy Luck to come back and he desperately needs Zeke Elliott to stay on that airplane. Yeah, Matt, you, you know, I actually think he wants the opposite. I think he wants uh, Zeke to come back and Luck to be injured so he can punt this year and hopefully steal the 101 from our last team here. Um, <laughs> I think that actually benefits him more. Matt, if I if I showed you this roster in our startup that we are currently doing and said we only had one extra first, what would your response be to me? Uh, let's try to get our money back and leave the league because we are in big big trouble yeah it, it it was almost like tim um you know decided like midway through hey you know what my team stinks i'm just gonna <laughs> when maybe he should have had that plan going into you know like like our, our our last team here i mean it's no surprise our last team here your brother my good friend uh you know jpc 22 uh is is 14th i mean no doubt he's got 97 firsts in the next two drafts so uh, you know, this is a clear, just, uh, it's a clear punt. Um, you know, I mean, there's not even much else to say. He's just, he's just punting. Everyone knows he's punting. Uh, we talked about it in the last podcast, you know, he's going to stink. Um, and you know, I think he's just hoping Andrew Luck comes back, uh, and Zeke Elliott stays in Cabo. Uh, you know, he's, he's hoping he can win that one-on-one. Correct. I, I mean, Jimmy's definitely in the driver's seat here for it. He does have Amari Cooper, Corey Davis, David Njoku uh, on his team here. He does have seven first next year. I mean, everybody's dogging him big time, but, you know, he had the same build in our uh, in our neighborhood yeah. league. Now he's sitting on an absolute gold mine, uh, a contender year in and year out. I mean, I should probably, you know, send a picture of his roster to the league here because uh, I don't think anybody has much faith in Jimmy as a fantasy owner right now but uh i will just say beware he he knows exactly what he's doing he's done this before uh and it's turned out really really well he's made himself uh, uh a, a little bit of money doing it so uh you know in, in a league where everybody else is zigging you know jimmy did the ultimate zag here uh and really punted year one and finds himself loaded with first next year and the year after. So uh, I mentioned to see what he does with those. I honestly think it's going to work out really, really well for him. You know, he's got a couple of building blocks already here with the guys that I just mentioned. Um, you know, and that's it. If Tev Tevin Coleman hits, you're going to see Jimmy move Tevin for a, for a first year. Uh, but as we've already said, Jimmy, what are you going to do about the quarterback position? Yeah, we, we, we talk about this on a, on a near daily basis, uh, you know, while I'm procrastinating at work and he's doing the same, like, dude, you got to figure out a way to get a quarterback. I don't know how you're going to do it. You're going to have to overpay, um, but you got to figure it out. Uh, but, but listen, you, you know, you're absolutely right. Like he, he, know, Jimmy knows what he's doing. Um, he, he's accumulated a ton of roster value with all those firsts and kind of the young guys he does have here as building blocks. So it, it, it's not like this is a, a roster that is, you know, low in value. I mean, there's plenty of value there in those picks and the value of those picks is not going to go down at this point. It's all about amassing value with those picks and, and, and what he can do, you know, with those picks to, 
get more assets, get, you know, get some studs and, and just kind of just kind of build around it. I mean, that this is what you this is what you wanted to do. He executed his plan, which is, you know, w- we always harp on that in our podcast is have a plan and execute it. Don't care what the plan is. Just have one. Um, and, and Jimmy did. And, 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 you know, he's executing it pretty well right now. All right, Chris, you know, while we were talking and I heard your rankings, I put together a composite here of, you know, both of our rankings, put it together in one. And here we go. The official preseason rankings for the CPMC League, the inaugural season at the top CPMC. Obviously, number two, I'm the champ. Three, drunk Ursay. Four, Tom. Five, J-Cap. Six, Many Face God. Seven, Hippo and Crazy Carl's Moist Loins. Uh, next, we've got Steven DeLue. Next, we've got Hercules. Big Dookies follows them. Then we've got Asterisk, Chewy, Flush U, and JPC rounding out the power rankings here, Chris. And if I could look at Jimmy's picks, he's got Asterisk. And he's got Chewy. The two guys projected to finish um, bottom right five, there right? At, at the bottom ahead of Tim and, uh, you know, JPC here. So that could work out really well. Yeah, not he's not got, so bad. He's got ours, champion Tom and J-Cap, who happen to be the top four. So we could be looking at three top fives, including his own. And then the rest, the other four near the top. Uh, but again, the power rankings have been wrong at some point. Not often, but that's, not where often. They, that's where they project right now. So those are your official power rankings. Uh, do with them as you may. There's been very little activity over the past couple of weeks. Surely everybody was just waiting on this podcast to figure out, whoa, what do the guys think? Am I a pretender or am I a contender here? Now that you guys know, let's see some action in this league. Don't be afraid to make a silly move. Uh, Just get out there. Be the best owner that you can. And as Chris said three minutes ago, have a plan and stick to it. We know Jimmy wants first. Okay? That's a guarantee. What do you want? Do you want young upside guys? Do you want to go for it now? Do you want some older veterans to give you a little more stability? Figure it out. Make some moves. That's all I got for him, Chris. Yeah, here's a hint. Don't go for it because, I mean, we're unbeatable. Uh, you know, just don't even bother. Just sell. Just sell to us. <laughs> you know, we're, we're buying. You should be selling. And, and that's it. No, but uh, all right. So, you know, I think, Matt, what we're going to try and do is, um, you know, I'm this is live. I'm talking to you right now. Let's um, I'm thinking we can try and do, um, you know, hopefully, a, hopefully, a, a, you know, get a guest on Um you know, maybe on a Sunday night, you know, once every three, four weeks as the season's going on. Does that sound like a plan to you? Yeah, maybe even more frequent than that. Chris, who yeah. is your desired first guest? Oh, I, I mean, I love any of these Jamokes, but I mean, I think Steve has made a pretty good case here with his rants in the last couple of days, seemingly out of nowhere. I have no idea where they even came from, Uh, you know, but no, I, I mean, I'm fine with anybody, you know. Uh, Tim's been on with us before. Jimmy's been on with us before. Um, Andy was on with us. Hercules. Andy was our first guest ever. Um, you know, props to Andy for that. So yeah, I mean, I'm fine with anybody. 
um, you know, I, I think eventually the goal is to have everybody on. Any, everybody who wants to come on, uh, we, we'd love to have you all on with us, um, you know, just for a quick 30 minutes kind of thing and, and just kind of talk. Yeah, it sounds like a really good plan. Chris, we'll, uh, you know, our schedule is going to lighten up, I think, once the season starts. Uh, you know, we'll find the time to uh, grind out a podcast. So uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Take everything we said. It means the world. And um, we'll see you out there on the playing field. Enjoy your White Claws, everyone.